Welcome to All Time Greatness. I'm Anthony. I'm Paul. And we have a very good episode, episode 10, draft edition. First topic before we get into the draft is the news about Aaron Rodgers. He, him wanting out of Green Bay and him possibly retiring if the situation isn't good enough, he doesn't get traded. How do you feel about that? What was your reaction when you heard the news? I didn't, I couldn't believe my eyes. I thought it was fake. Plus, he's like my favorite quarterback in the league. So, like, even though I'm not a Packers fan, I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan, even though I don't have a jersey or anything. But I, it'd be sad for me to see him go. I'd yeah. rather see him go than be in a different jersey. I can't see him in a different jersey. Exactly. Um, I mean, Aaron Rodgers coming off an MVP season. That dude, he if, if he wants out, he deserves to be out. Green Bay has not helped him his whole career except for one year, and he won a Super Bowl. Um, I think he deserves to leave when he wants to leave. He deserves to have a say. Have a say in what he does. He's an all-time great quarterback. Um, he, I hope he doesn't retire because he's coming off an MVP season. I think he. I believe he still got a couple more years left to play. In my eyes, I see at least two to three more years left. Um, hopefully, they can figure it out, trade him, something. But I mean, last night the Forty ers tried trading for Aaron Rodgers, and the Packers said no. So, I think the Packers are going to be that type of people that are going to um, hold him hostage and never let him leave because. They're just probably selfish like that. Everything he's done for them. After everything he's done for them, I, I think they should give him the um, say of where he wants to go and stuff. Because I'm pretty sure you could get a first-round pick for Aaron Rodgers. Like, you could get a you could get so many picks for him, even though he's 35, you could get at least one first-round pick for him and everything. So, And I'm I pretty think- sure teams that need a quarterback are going to go out and call... Um, him even if they don't need a quarterback, they're gonna call for him because it, you know, it's Aaron Rodgers. So, if I'm if I'm Rodgers, you know, hopefully he gets out. Um, the Packers. He, he was still very upset at who they drafted last year, Jordan. Lowe. Yeah. So, I mean, the last ten years, nine out of those ten years, they drafted all defensive players. The last time they drafted an offensive player, out of those ten years, was Jordan Love. Um, Didn't even suit up this season. So it's kind of, kind of frustrating for Packers fans. If, um, but I think Rogers deserves to leave. But an interesting thing I found is Bart Starr. It was on Instagram. Bart Starr played sixteen seasons with the Packers. Brett Favre played sixteen seasons with the Packers. Rogers has just completed his sixteenth season, so that's just a pattern. But. Do you think he could play another year at the MVP level again? I mean, if he doesn't get hurt anymore, I can see it because I know he has a bunch of history of, like, collarbone injuries and stuff. But other than that, he hasn't had, like, a major injury setback. And even when he was injured, he came back earlier than expected. So, Exactly. Um, I would say that... So, moving on now, the Giants. The Giants trading down 
for good Darius Tony. I like it. I mean, I don't like the fact that they traded down. You could have gotten Rashawn Slater, help out your offensive line. But or Micah Parsons. Or Micah Parsons. But I think, you know, another you can't have too many weapons, I guess. Even though you just you might have too many weapons. But Gadarius Tony is underrated. I feel like he can contribute this year. Um and help Daniel Jones out, even though you got Kenny Galladay. You got so many weapons that they're basically showing if Jones can produce this year, he's the guy. He's the guy. If he can't, though, with all these weapons, there's a problem. Because he has no excuse now. Um, I mean, it's a likable, unlikable player. But um, I'm going to definitely say I like the pick. I saw Tony play in college. Dude is – I think he he's speed. He can run the routes like across the field like a slot receiver. He can, he can cut. He can – um, great players because you look at it, he could possibly go by a couple of people that are in the like, on the Cowboys cornerbacks. He could possibly bo- go by them. Eagles, who do they have? Um, Washington, who do they have? So I think Kadarius Tony can work out. I don't think Giants fans should be getting all mad about it. Like, yeah, it's disappointing. You could have gotten an offensive tackle, or I mean, not a tackle, an offensive lineman or Michael Parsons, but you got a Kadarius Tony who's a good wide receiver and. I mean, you look at Shepard's contract might be coming up soon um, and everything. So if he doesn't work out, you know, you got Kadarius Tony waiting in the wing. But how do you feel about your Giants? I, I could not believe it. But I think they only did it because I feel like we were we were taking a receiver the whole time since we took him. But once they saw the Eagles make that trade with Dallas so they could take Devontae Smith, the Giants probably were going to get Devontae Smith. So once they saw him gone, they, I guess, just traded down exactly so i just think i think what the cowboys did was wasn't smart you know you trade to go back down two picks but you traded away um you traded with the division rival like why would you trade with the division rival out of all teams that wants to get a receiver to help them out like i just thought that was an idiotic move stupid decision very stupid i wouldn't have done it but I think the Giants, it's an all right trade. I, I mean, dra- um, pick. I would give it. You said oh, he's speedy too. He is speedy. I would, I would give it a B minus. Give it a B minus. Um, draft pick. So, what would you rate it? I, I mean, I'm not gonna give it a rating yet because I haven't seen him play, and I've only seen like four or five highlights, and that was because of them showing it last night. So I'm gonna wait till the season starts before I give a reading. Okay. Um. Now to my Steelers. You know, I'm a happy. I'm a happy guy today. Um, happy guy last night. You know, seeing. You know, I think Najee Harris was born to be a Steeler. Honestly, he looks good in that. In a Steelers uniform, and I, he definitely is gonna help out our running game. He's definitely gonna improve it a lot. And I feel like getting Najee, you no, know, our offense is gonna be even better. Instead of starting 11-0, maybe we'll win more games than 11 games and make a further run at the playoffs. But I think grabbing Najee Harris, you could not mess this pick up. You had to get Najee because Najee is just a different breed. You know, I feel like he's... He, if he lives up to the hype and he can catch balls out of the backfield, 
he could be Le'Veon Bell 2.0. And <clears throat> I like the pick. I'm happy Najee's a Steeler. Definitely going to help out our offense tremendously. Running game, we were last in running game last year. Got to be better than that. You're not going to win football games. You're not going to make the, win playoff games if you're throwing the ball 50 times, especially with Ben, who, Big Ben, with, who is like 30, 40-something years old, and his arm's almost done. So getting Najee would definitely put off some of the pressure. Um, Now, how about them quarterbacks? What the most? Which one was more interesting with you? Mac Jones to the Patriots, Fields to the Bears, Wilson to the Jets, or Lance to the 49ers? I think two and three were the most surprising to me. Because I, I knew, like, Zach Wilson was going to go. I didn't know he was going to go that early, though. I expected him to go to, like, the Panthers or something. Yeah. And then Trey Lance, I expected, I expected him uh I forgot where I expected him to go, but I expected him to go somewhere that wasn't San Francisco. Exactly. Um, you know, I kind of had a hint Nance was going to go to the Niners. I think it's a smart move. Have him learn a couple games behind Jimmy G. See what happens with Jimmy G. If Lance is ready, maybe make a switch. Um, you think Fields should learn behind Dalton, or you think they should just throw him out on the field to start? If Fields, I believe if Fields ready, if he's ready, you put him out there. You know, they traded up with the Giants to get fields you don't trade those picks and the giants got a pick next year they got chicago's they got chicago bears first round next year so i i don't think you trade a first round pick in the future to just put a quarterback on the bench because you know i just don't see that happening you know bears fans gotta be happy they they never had a great quarterback like big name guy until t- last night when they got Justin Fields. They popped when they heard his name. I feel like Chica- the Bear... Fields just... Bear- F- Justin Fields being a Bear improves them. And um, I think... I'm not surprised with Mac Jones, though. I feel like that helps. Mac Jones, I'm not shocked either. I think I he was... I had a feeling, had a feeling Bill Belichick was going to get him. It's either if he was going to trade up or he's going to sit there and see what happens. But, I didn't expect him to not get picked that whole time, though. I thought he would have had to go earlier. Yeah, if I'm if I'm Bill Belichick, you have him compete. You have him compete with Cam Newton for the starting job because you saw what Cam did last year. He was not that good. He was not a quarter. He was a below average quarterback last no, year. He didn't have the best pieces around him. But I feel like Mac Jones with the piece with the pieces now. If Cam Newton does not do good during like spring, tra- I mean in training camp or anything like that, and you give him the starting job and he doesn't produce. You got to put Mac Jones in there because I feel like Mac Jones could be a better quarterback in the Patriots organization than what Cam Newton is right now. Um, I just feel like Jones has a stronger arm than um, Cam Newton. I feel like... He's not as mobile as Cam, but that could work with time. I feel like... I don't think you need to be mobile if you got guys like Jonu Smith, Hunter Henry, and... um, Kendrick Bourne on your team. So, I think Jones was a perfect pick for the Patriots. Then again, I say that like Brady's. Brady isn't mobile either. Look what he did. I know, right? Um, so, you nev- you can never know. But um, if Jones does succeed, you give credit to Bill Belichick because, you know, 
So and there's no way you could give Mac Jones the credit. Like there's just no way. So what you said like after two games if Cam's still if Cam like is stinking year. up the joint because of the offense he has, you gotta you gotta make the switch. Because with the offense they have that they just acquired, there's, there's no excuse. way you're not winning eight or more games. There's just no way. Um, and you got great defensive people coming back. There's no way you don't win eight games. Um, what was interesting, though, was all the wide receivers for me, though. In the first round. Exactly, yeah. Jalen Waddle. Even, I, 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 I believe this. I feel like if Waddle played a full season at Alabama last year, Devontae Smith would not have won the Heisman. He would have not had the stats or anything because Jalen Waddle, last, no, two years ago when Burrow was playing in college, Waddle was a great wide receiver. Like, if Waddle left, was in the same draft as um, Burrow, Waddle would be a top 10 pick, no matter where he, what draft he's in. Jalen Waddle, he can, he can, he's just an outstanding wide receiver. I think having him going back to going to Miami, back with Tua, I feel like Dolphins improved a lot. So imagine Devontae Parker and Jalen Waddle together. That's 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 nice. And Mike Gesicki. And Mike Gesicki. So the Dolphins, Dolphins are definitely, 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 um, they're definitely gonna get um, they definitely improved. I'm not saying you know, they could contend with New England. I feel like them and New England are almost perfect, identical. Um, but I think they still got some. Work they got some more work to do. They, they got have, some more. They work have tonight to and tomorrow. So. Yeah, so they got some more work to do. Um, how do you feel? Tell me what was receiver made you shocked? Where are you shocked to go to? Jamar Chase. I did not expect Cincy to not take a lineman there, because now you're just back to square one of not really having any protect. Well. Right now, you're back at square one. You might be able to take a lineman either tonight or tomorrow. But there's, as far as I know, there's no more top-named linemen that weren't Rashawn Slater or Sinead. I mean, there's a couple guys out there, but I feel Slater. like the Bengals messed up. This I feel like this pick right here, yeah, Chase might be good. But I I, I feel like this pick's going to haunt them. This pick this pick is going to haunt them. It's going to bite them in the it's, butt. It's going to be like... um. It's going to be that pick where you had the chance to grab him. You didn't. You thought someone else would have helped you. And then so that pick that you were supposed to get is going to go off. You know, I think grabbing Penny Sewell should, was the right thing to do. I think... Everyone expected it. I expected I think it. After, I think the injury that showed rookie, in Joe Burrow's rookie year was enough evidence to be like, your offense line needs help. Because there's no way Burrow, if you don't draft an offensive line... Min, that's a great offensive lineman. He can't succeed. He's not going to last 10 years. There's just no way. Maybe five. He's already in AC, has an ACL injury. You got to go get him help. So hopefully they get him help. Uh, but I think it's a it's an all right pick getting Jamar Chase because you're having him paired up with Burrow again. But you need – how is Burrow going to get the ball out? Because you look at the division, Pittsburgh's got a good defense. Cleveland's got a good defense. Baltimore's got a good defense. I feel like, um, I, f- I feel like, I feel like the Bengals need to grab offensive linemen because there's no way 
you're you're not winning shootouts. You're not winning shoot shootouts. I feel like the Bengals drafted him partly because he was Burrow's teammate. So like, well, yeah, Mar- that that's they, that's they a definite. Connection. Burrow wanted Chase, but if I were Burrow, bro, I'm suffering through an injury. I don't want to do this every single year. I worry about getting protected. I want. First. I want to. I want to. Like Andrew Luck, I want to be able to live after I play football. I want to be able to um, enjoy my grandkids, all this and stuff. Have my own. Not not have to deal with not being able to wake up in the morning healthy, um, just because I want a couple years with my teammate from college, like. You got T. Higgins. I don't think he... I mean, Jamar Chase is a good wide receiver. There's no question. I, I would take, take Jamar Chase if I needed a wide receiver. But if I was between Chase and Sewell, I'm going Sewell. Um, Sewell's like six foot eight, three thirty, and is so athletic. Like, you were seeing Sewell go crazy uh, in Oregon. Like, he was shoving people down with, light, with small effort, and they were just getting blown to the ground. So I think I think the Lions capitalized on the Bengals' mistake. Um, so I, I I think the Lions were the winners here also. You think Chase would have still been on the board for them to just get him later? No, Chase would have Chase would have gone took it off. Um, if I'm the Lions, you know there's got a lot of good wide receivers still left on the board. They could grab someone for Jared Goff, but Devontae Smith. I think the Eagles finally made a good decision. You know. They're finally going to get the quarterback's hope. Um, because the whole Carson Wentz thing, the excuse was, there's no one there, blah, blah, blah. Well, now Jalen Hurts has Devontae Smith, former teammate too. So um, I feel like that combo might be nasty. So I think even though I do think Smith, maybe he might not work out in the NFL, I I like him in Philly. I like him in Philly. I think Philly's going to be a good team to watch. You think Hurts is going to stay around? Well, yeah, Hurts has nowhere to go. No, I meant Ertz. Zach Ertz. Or Ertz? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I see how the Eagles draft. See how the Eagles draft it. They draft good, and it's you have a good feeling. Okay, maybe you could be competitive in the division. Because there's no way the division is going to act like how it acted last year. There's no way. There's no way you have under 500 teams in your division. No more. So there's no way. So maybe if they're competitive, Ertz was like, okay, maybe we could work something out. But if not, if he has every right to leave. He won a Super Bowl, and he contributed. So He did his job. He did his job. <laughs> um, I wouldn't have said Nick Foles get that statue. I would have said freaking Zach Ertz get a statue. Um. But Travis, Travis Etienne, this this one, Jacksonville, people might say it's bad because they got James Robinson. James Robinson's a great running back. But what Jacksonville's doing is I feel like they're doing what the Cleveland Browns did when they got Baker. You know, they find, they got Trevor Lawrence. He's going to be great, I believe. But also grabbing Travis Etienne. You can you want to have good running backs. You can have, if you have three great running backs, you have three great running backs. They played together in college too. I feel like I feel like the Jags are doing are going to do, are doing great. I think Urban Myers is a step ahead of everyone. You know, everyone's criticizing, but Lawrence and Etn. Let's say this: e, Lawrence and Robinson are having a little trouble throwing back in the backfield, or they need a third down. And Robinson, he, he's he's gunned out. He's like burnt. He's burnt out a little bit from ETN's running. Perfect for that role. Etn and Lawrence have the chemistry like. And there's no way ETN was the gun to last to the second round for Jacksonville. There's just no way. 
he would have gotten swiped up. So I would have. That's a perfect pick by the Jacksonville Jaguars. They played in college together, so exactly. So that there's chemistry there. Um, one thing I saw was Patrick Sertain. Broncos definitely improved a lot. You know, I don't think they should have went out and got a quarterback first round because you just traded for Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think you needed to go out and draft Justin Fields or anything like that. You need help on the defense. You know, you lost A.J. Boyer. You lost... Um, you need you need cornerbacks because you're in the division with Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr. So having Patrick Sertain is a good stepping stone. I think it's just like... what well, I think if the Broncos are doing it right... They're going to build like they did in 2015 and everything. You're going to start from the cornerbacks and make your way down. You know, they got Bradley Chubb. They have Von Miller still. Um, I, I think Patrick Sertain was the best pick for the Broncos. Um, they still have Brandon maybe. Brady. I think Sertain could not say he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He might, but he, I think he has a little bit of Champ Bailey in him. Champ Bailey, I would have thought you said like Akeem Talib or something. And Akeem, Patrick Sertain's a great cornerback. There's no mistake in it. But um, you know, Michael Par- the like you said, Michael Parsons. Um, the Cowboys definitely expressed the need. They weren't going oh who's the best player available. They went and got went out and got a need. They got um Michael Parsons to help out their defense. Um, but I still think the Cowboys need to improve a little bit more on defense. But Michael Parsons is a great player. He's going to contribute. He's I would say player. I would say he might have maybe five to seven sacks this year. Parsons? He might have five to seven sacks this year. So, which is good for a rookie. Um, so, that's kind of what I think. So, I'm like, for Parsons... It's a, it works out for them because when you think about it, Sean Lee just retired. He was like their veteran leader on defense and linebacker position, so he could be his immediate replacement. And the Ravens, going on to a different topic, the Ravens, they got Rashad Bateman, and you were praising him yesterday. So what do you think about So, him? you know, the Ravens are my division rival, but I feel like you're a little hurt that they You need wide receivers. You know, Lamar was last in passing and stuff. Most mostly and stuff, you need to give him weapons. Like you need Lamar needs to be able to throw the ball too. He can't always be running because the more he runs, the more the less years he's gonna you're gonna get out of him. And like I said, the second Lamar wins a playoff game, I will I will give him the credit. And he did. He did, and I give him his credit. <laughs> so no more. Oh, you're biased. Blah blah blah. I'm not a biased guy. I know what I see. Um, see. but getting Rashad Bateman. I'm kind of scared a little bit. Kind of scared for that. Because Bateman, he reminds me of A.J. Brown, and A.J. Brown's a stud. So I think Bateman going to the Ravens was a key was a key pick for them. Um, I, I, I don't think there was anything to mess up there. I think the Ravens did a good job. And then they drafted a guy, the guy out of Northern Dame, I, I believe, Jason Oway. Um, you know, that's, that's good. So, you know, AFC North definitely got stacked. Um, oh, back like the last topic of the day. Listen to this Atlanta Falcons, Kyle Pitts. Don't, don't look at me funny. Don't look at me funny. If you look at me funny, I'm not gonna be happy. <laughs> I'll think you're maybe you're you're not smart, maybe or maybe I'm just maybe not smart. But Kyle Pitts, I feel like the Falcons 
can win shootouts now. Yeah, they sh- probably should have went with defense because, you know, they blew a lot of games. 28-3. to the Kings in there. 28-3. Dan Quinn got fired. Uh, I think getting Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts' ceiling is the greatest tight end, if not in the conversation for it, and wide receiver of all time. Because he can play both. Dude can play both. He's six foot something, 280, and can run almost a 4'3", if not a 4'3". You don't get those freak athletes every single year. Kyle Pitts is like once every five, ten years type of guy. So, and if the Falcons are really serious about trading away Julio, which is would be the dumbest thing, he's a good because he's still he's still he's still impact he's still impact, impactful. He, he played just, nine games last year. It still was it made an impact. Like that's insane. I would say getting Kyle Pitts also helps Matt Ryan out. You know, I don't think it's time to give up on Matt Ryan. Give him another year. See how he does this year. See how he does with Kyle Pitts. You know, Kyle Pitts is going to... You drop him in there with Calvin Ridley, with um Hayden Hurst. Julio Jones. Julio Jones. Got a pretty good offense to stick around because you look at who they got in the division. You got the Saints. You got Tampa Bay, who's bringing back a whole team again. Like, you got you got to bring, you got to bring offense in there because if you really want to go the route of shootouts... You need someone like him. Maybe the Falcons can win a couple shootout games. But here's the problem. If you need to be able to... If you're going to win shootouts, you got to stop the other opponent. So maybe... maybe I think it's a good pick. I wouldn't say it's a bad pick. I think it's a great pick. There's still some great defensive guys out there. So I think the Falcons made a smart move. How do you feel about Kyle Pitts? I was kind of shocked because like, I didn't expect him to go top five, number one. And two, before we got Kyle Rudolph, I expected us to get him. But then I saw a lot of people, like, he played for the Florida Gators. I saw where Miami would have taken him, and he would have stayed in Florida, but with the professional league team. So I'm kind of surprised he went that early to Atlanta. But you said they have a lot of good people on offense, and he need, Matty Ice needs more people to build around. Since yeah. I guess you could say this is his contract year. Maybe Julio's too, because they both were going to get traded. I feel like this draft... Here's my all-time drafts. 2004. 2011. 2018. You got 2020... 2021 now. I mean, not bad. I saw people saying 2017. I just... Fr- why, who was in 2017? That was Mahomes' this year. Nah. This um, well, maybe. You got... I think this draft, there's going to be so many people that are, that are going to be all pros, possibly. I, I don't think... I don't think you got one person just that's going to be, like, the best one of all. Like, that's going to be an all pro and will be in the Hall of Fame. There's Who? a couple guys. If that they leave, if they live up to the hype, beat them in can. Let, because they have a bust. Let me ask you this. Out of everyone on that list, who can you see, like, succeeding very most, well based off of their play style? And who do you see struggling a little bit because of how they play? I would say Trevor Lawrence is going to succeed because Urban Meyer, the offense he ran at um, Ohio State with Dwayne Haskins, that made Haskins unbelievable. Oh, we got to get him. We got to get him. It's on my team. Um, <laughs> um, Trevor Lawrence ran that in Clemson. So, I think... 
yeah, it's gonna be the it's it's the right fit. I think it's perfect. I think he 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 landed in the perfect spot. Um, you said you could see Smith struggling. Smith might struggle, but who am I to judge? Um, you know, I think Sewell's gonna make an impact immediately. Him and Taylor Decker side to side helps Jared Goff out. Um, who's Taylor Decker? Uh, offensive lineman for, um to, in the lines. But I think if the if the 49ers treat it right, if they do this correctly, because Trey Lance can do a lot, he 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 he, he can play in the NFL. I feel like if you, I don't like even if Trey Lance is doing great in training camp, don't give him the job, don't give him the starting job yet. See, have him see Jimmy G out, have him learn from Jimmy G, because Jimmy G, when healthy. Is a top ten quarterback in my eyes. So you're saying he shouldn't play this year if, at all? No, no, no. I mean, if if Jimmy Street's G's struggling or something, and you believe after a couple games, we can win a couple games. We're just not there yet. Give him the shot. Give Trey Lance it, but have him learn from Jimmy G because learning from Jimmy G is a good thing because Kyle Shanahan's offense is a little hard to learn. It's West Coast. Um, I feel, and Jimmy G took a week to learn it. Some people don't learn that offense like that. So if I'm Lance, learn get learn a couple weeks, a couple games, give up a couple games, because it's never hurt. It never hurts to learn. Look at Mahomes, learned a whole year behind Alex Smith. Behind Alex Smith, next year what do you do? MVP. Like it doesn't hurt year to learn. That, win the Super if Bowl. if you look, I think learning is the greatest thing. Look at Aaron Rodgers. He learned a, three years behind Brett Favre. An all-time great now. So, I feel like there's it's never too late. Look at Eli Manning. Learn behind Kurt Warner. Eli Manning is two-time Super Bowl MVP. It's never too... Big Ben. Tommy Maddox got hurt. Now look at Big Ben. It's never too late. Look at Phillip Rivers. In my eyes, he's a Hall of Famer. He had Drew Brees, I believe. Hate to say it, but Tom Brady... Tom Brady, Drew Bledsoe, even though Drew Bledsoe's now in the Hall of Fame. Drew, Tom Brady waited his chance. There was four quarterbacks on that team. He was number four, made his way up there. It's never too, it never hurts to learn. Never hurts. So I, I feel like if the Niners treat it right, Lance could be something good, something great. Especially with that um, division because you got my, everyone minus Matthew Stafford. That can run. That's a dual threat. Lance can run. Lance can throw the deep ball. Stafford can throw the deep ball. You got um, Russell Wilson, jack of all trades, dude. He can run. You got to be, they got to contend. So I, I think the NFC West is very competitive this year. Very competitive. But, you know, great episode. I love this. Um, we're going to look to expand, no doubt. You know, we're going to be bringing back a guy that was on episode one. He's going to be back again, but, you know, we're here to stay. We're going to do great. Keep listening. Suggest us to your friends, everyone, and we'll see you for episode 11. See ya. I'm Anthony. I'm Paul. See ya.